This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. Here it's so uh, what day is it? It's Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's Day. It's uh, Tuesday evening. It is. Which means it's game bet match, and it means I'm joined by Sean Calvert. And uh, Sean Calvert, unfortunately, is not with his loved ones this evening. Well, he, might, he is with one of his loved ones, me, on Valentine's Day. <laughs> you, you with me, Sean? There's, there's, there's worse places to be on Valentine's Day, that's for sure. Well, you're over in Rotterdam covering the tournament for us here on game bet match. Um, uh, how are you, mate? How are you, how's it going? Uh, well, we had a bit of a, a bit of a wounder again today, didn't we, with, um, with Zverev uh, beating Kwon. Uh, but apart from that, it's been it's been quite a, it's quite a decent uh, it's quite a decent trip so far. I quite enjoying myself. It's uh, somewhere I've not been before, so it's always nice to see. And um, the tournament's quite well organised. A lot of things to do, a lot of things to see. So yeah, all good. Give us a little rundown of what Rotterdam is like. Uh, it's a port place. It's a port towning over in uh, in Holland. If, if you want to Google it, in American people probably wouldn't know much about Rotterdam. They probably know like- about as much as I do. To be honest, I've I've only been. As I say, I've only been here just over 24 hours now, and um, I've only been in the part of it which is by the bars, tennis, which is bars, kind of the, the couple of bars. I've not seen any. I've not. Yeah, I've not you even, haven't been in the bar. Not yet. No. Well, apart from at the apart from at the actual venue, I've been to the bar at the venue, but uh, I've not been to any other bars. I've only been here just over a day, so um, I'm too busy working, mate. Well, I too thought busy you were the but you've got to you've got to go and experience. Sit with the locals. You've got to, you've got to... I'm going to do that in a bit after this video. Okay, don't worry. I, I was expecting you have a pair of clogs on. I was expecting you to be. I haven't uh... seen any of that. <laughs> I, I must admit, I'm not. I'm not doing well with the language. That the luckily, they pretty much everyone speaks English. But I must admit, I'm not picking up any Dutch. I have to say, it's no. it's, it's, it's all double yeah, Dutch to you. It, it is at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, enough about that. We'll, we'll come on to you later in the week when we, we we join you on Thursday. You'll tell us all about the exploits of the nice bars to go to with a nice lager. Dutch lager is quite good, isn't it? I don't drink lager, mate. You did when you was with me in Paris. You had a few well, more. Your vino, more, more vino. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't, occasional beer. I'm more of a, a sort of cider and, and red wine man these days. Yeah. Well, I would have found them places out straight away. That's the certainty. Anyway, let's... Well, I've only been there 24 hours. I'm, I'm exactly. Go and... I would have Googled them before I even got there. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, let's... What's the, the tennis? Obviously, let's talk about the tennis. This is a tennis podcast. It's what we would have come on for, listening to about the tennis yeah. picks. Uh, what's the arena like? What's it like? It's, it's a big arena. They have a big... So it's, it's a place they have all the um, the music festivals. And they yeah, also have a big like, venue, the, the yeah. big darts. The big darts. The Premier League darts is over there as well. Uh, with okay. darts with Roman Raymond van Barneveld and Michael van Gogh huge and the and the the Ahoy, or is it called the Ahoy Arena? It's absolutely Ahoy Arena, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a big stop off from the Premier League darts. Must be a big big place, but doesn't seem yes. to be many crowds. No, I mean it's it is only um you know Tuesday or whatever, so it's not it's not really got into the full swing of it yet. But there was there was hardly anybody there yesterday, really. Well, certainly in the evening session, and there was barely anyone there. 
um in the in today's session as well to be honest it's 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 a big old arena it's it's very much like the one we went to in paris it's it reminds me a lot of the of the paris um arena it's, the color schemes the site very much similar um but yeah not many people there the atmosphere was a bit flat i have to say um both last night and and today yeah no, I was just going to say it's 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 a pretty compact room. There's loads going on. It's, it's there's, there's loads for for kids to do and stuff. There's kids playing all sorts of games there. They've got paddle court in there if you want to try your hand at paddle. Um, they've got like serving machines so you can kind of uh, measure your first serve speed if you want to. All that sort of stuff. So it's quite it's quite well organized. It's quite a good sort of experience for the for the consumer. But there's only two match courts really and about four or five practice courts. So not not a massive venue compared to some of the other places that we, we go to on the tour. Um, before we move on to my next question, is it, is that the dog in the background barking in, in the, in the, the local doggies or is it, at, uh, is it here? A dog, the dog barking. Know, it must be, it must be, there must be a dog. It must be a dog outside me. I don't know. I don't know. I, I was wondering where you were in. Uh, I've got headphones on. I can't. Uh, there's I can a dog adjust... barking. I I've got is headphones there? as well. I don't know if it's outside here or the television. It must be yours, mate. Right? I, I thought, well, I, I don't know where we sent you. You can hear wagging dogs outside. I thought, I was quite worried about you there, Sean, but I thought that, um, okay, all right, okay. As I'm long as safe here, mate. As long as you're safe. safe and you haven't been attacked by a pack of dogs. Not was, not yet. I was, I was slightly worried about <laughs> you. Um, yes, just going on about the sort of the, the stadiums not having so many people in and also the fact that uh, the audience is probably a lot of young kids. It's probably school holidays over there as well. It is in the, in the UK as well. Um, mm. do, do you think that sort of has an impact on sort of potential betting? Did you, did you go out there and look at that game and think that, that, that what you've been there and think there's a couple of favourites who could get beat here because of the atmosphere? So sort of one, one thing that I do at venues, I look at venues and think, mm. well, there's, there's 32 people here and, uh, you know, someone should be, someone's minus $4. Are they really minus $4? not. There's no real atmosphere. Is, is that sort of cross your mindset at all? Not really, but I, I, when I saw Quan and Zverev warming up earlier, um, I mean, Quan, it was it's one of the worst warm-ups I've ever seen in professional tennis. It was shocking. <laughs> I don't know whether anybody actually saw it, but there was sh- it was like me and you warming up. It was it was terrible. There was, there was shanks all over the place, and it, it I wasn't, I, I was just under the tire. I thought to myself, I wonder what Quan would be like in front of a big crowd here, because there was hardly anybody there, and he looked he looked absolutely terrified. And he ended up dropping his first service game, as we know, which 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 actually ended up costing him the match, and it cost our bet that did. But perhaps he could have been even worse with a big crowd. I don't know. But um, you would have to say maybe last night when the Goffan the Goffan match against Barrera, I think that that was so it was so flat in there, especially when he dropped the first set six love. Um, you know, it was it was it was a poor atmosphere. So you you could perhaps argue that Goffan would have benefited from from a bigger crowd potentially. Yeah, yeah. I just I just look at those things and think you know if. If you've got big favourites at minus four dollars and in front of centre court or in front of big grand slams or big American events or big outside events across the world and big set out crowds, it's a different atmosphere. And they raise their game and potentially when you have sort of nobody in the stadium, especially late on if it's not a big game, you may get a potential shock. Um that's anyway, that's that's my sort of thought process. So you're out there. Look at it, and uh, we'll speak to you again on Thursday about some more bets. But let's have a look at tomorrow's action. These are Wednesday's games. Now, these start at around about 6 o'clock local time. Uh, Sorry, sorry, not 6 o'clock local time, 6 o'clock Eastern time in America. So these are the early games 
in the uh, the morning over across in the, in, in the in the over where you are, but early in America there are early games, and there's a whole host of matches here, which I'm just going to put the graphic up for you any second now. Uh, but you just talk us through these matches, uh, Sean, and give us your uh, opinions on what you've seen so far and who you think that uh, you think can get through there. We, we spoke about the first game, Van Rithoven against Cressy. Um, we give yeah. our opinion that some people might not have come on to that. We've got Janik Sinner, very heavy favourite, minus $5 against Bonzi at three sixty. dollars uh, Santos Inca against uh, the veterans. That, that's, that's, that's the Calvert Sealy match. That's minus $148 <laughs> against Richard Cascade. I think they're a bit better than us. Well, I think they're a bit older than us. Uh, plus 117. <laughs> Holger Runa, 670. Uh, at uh, plus 475. Uh, Botik van der Sandschlup, minus 141. Uh, carrying home hopes against Quinton Harrells at plus 114. Uh, Andre Rublev, our tip uh, for the week at plus, minus 250 against Alex Diminois, plus 195. And a pick match. Two players who were... Quite impressive, actually, in their first round matches. Hubert Herkas as minus 110 against Grigor Dimitrov at minus 110. So the majority of these are first round matches. The bottom one is a second round match. Uh, we have a pick on the first round. Now, a lot of people might not have seen our uh, episode on uh, on Sunday. So if you haven't seen it, Sean, just give us our pick on that first match before you come on to the fresh bets. Yeah, we had uh, two two. Uh, wages of interest on that, didn't we? Van Rijthoven to win the first set 7-6, which was based around the fact that these pair play a ton of tie breaks, very serve-oriented players. Their, their return stats are weak. Um, and the fact that Van Rijthoven has a much better record in tie breaks over the past 12 months in terms of winning them than Cressy does. I think off the top of my head, I think I said Van Rijthoven won about 54% of his uh, tie breaks. Cressy's down about 40%. Um, it's interesting, actually. He's been talking this week, Cressy, about how he how he's going for everything. Well, we've seen him do it. He thinks it's a, a great strategy and it can, it can take him to the top of the game by going for absolutely everything on his first and second serve. And he's not bothered if it's a double fault. Um, which is fair enough. I mean, that's his game, isn't it? He's not, he's not going to win a grand slam from the, from the back of the court, is he, Cressy? So he's, he, he's, he talked about it. I thought it was quite interesting. He just sees a double fault as, as a, the same way that a normal player would see an unforced error. He just thinks, you know, so be it. So he's he's still going to continue to go for absolutely everything on first and second serve. You're not going to see any conservative second serves from him, or very few anyway. Uh, Tiebreak is very likely there, as I say. I've got I've Van Rijthoven with a better record. Um, I think I also said minus, uh, sorry, plus two and a half games for Van Rijthoven in that one, didn't I? Yep. Um, on the basis of Cressy being a little bit fatigued coming back from um, the, the, the long week he had in Montpellier last week. I like that Van Rijthoven uh, bet plus two and a half. Uh, check out Bet Rivers website to make sure it's still available. Uh, that was our picks on Sunday. Now we're going to some fresh bets, uh, new matches, matches we haven't even spoken about. So, Sean, take it away. Yannick Sinner, minus $5, fresh off uh, a good performance last week against Benjamin Bonzi. Very fast server. What do you, what do you think of the conditions um, there? Are they, they are as slow as you thought? You, you did anticipate it to be quite slow. Uh, are they ex- what you expected or are you sort of surprised or you think there may be a little bit of re- rejig on, on your opinion on that? I, I think it's pretty slow when the rallies develop. I say sort of medium rather than deathly slow. I'd say sort of medium, slow, medium uh, in terms of the, the sort of speed you get in the rallies. It's a bit of a stodgy surface. It's a bit gritty. Um, it takes a slice really well. If you can, if you can really knife your slice, it does stay really low. Um, but the big, you know, big servers still get their reward. 
you know, um, as we saw with Zverev, Zverev won the match today against Quan pretty much with a first serve. That's it, because he was he was terrible off the ground. He won it with a first serve. So, and and Hercash has been banging down the serves at about 138 mile an hour as well today, hitting a ton of aces. So if you've got a big serve, it's it's this court is absolutely fine, no problem. But um, two players that haven't got a lot of power, it it, it could take a little while, yeah, because it's not it's not the the slickest of services, let's say that. So what's your thoughts on this Yannick Sinner game? Minus five dollars, obviously a very heavy favourite. Yeah. You know, we know you don't like favourites, so I, 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 I don't imagine you trying to look at <laughs> some potential ways to get with Vonzi. I'm interested in the plus 270 that Bet Rivers are offering here about um, about Sinner winning it by two sets to one. And, and the thinking on that is because um, these two played at Indian Wells not so long ago, and it was a very, very close match. Um, Bonzi actually won two points more overall in the match, ended up losing it uh, in three sets. I should say also that Sinner was feeling a bit unwell that day. Um, he had the doctor out, said he was feeling a bit dizzy, so that might have something to do with it. But let's assuming that we just take the fact that it was such a close match, very, very close, all, all the statistics could have gone either way, really, in the end. Um, and the fact that Sinner is coming from very different conditions in in Montpellier to here in Rotterdam, he hasn't played that many matches in in Rotterdam. Actually, Sinner, he's only I think he's only played um, three or four matches here in his career. Um, I just think this this is a, 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 perhaps a closer match than the the bookies think. I mean, Bonzi's you know he's, he started pretty well this season. Obviously, get to the final of Pune is pretty impressive uh, from his <laughs> point of view. He's not so good in the last few weeks. I struggled a bit in Davis Cup. Maybe a bit of fatigue there after that that run in Pune, but I don't see any reason why Bonzi can't <laughs> can't press uh, Sinner here. I, I wouldn't want to take a short price bet on it, like maybe like plus three and a half games or something like that. I'm not I'm not that confident that Bonzi can can cause an upset, but um, I definitely think this, this this is one that Sinner might end up winning the hard way rather than as more of a straightforward way that the odds would currently suggest. Yeah, he doesn't do things easy, does it, Sinner? You know, he raises the game on the big tournaments, but on the uh, on these kind of lesser tournaments, he's not really uh, renowned. I've got something caught in my throat. I apologise, Sean. <clears throat> got a bit of a, a, a cough there. Run through the uh, the rest of the games. We've got some more matches there. So we we go for Bonzi with a little bit of a start. Ravinka against Gasquet. I mean, mm. that's anyone's pick, isn't it? I mean, help. You know, <laughs> Ravinka, you, you, you must have been watching uh, both these plate last night. No, no. Uh, uh, Gasquet played on on Monday. Did you watch uh, the, Monday the, Monday morning? Did you, I was. Did you watch I was the on the Vrinka game. Yeah, I watched Vrinka against Bublik. Yeah. yeah. How did he play? Did he... Decent, but it was another. It was another mad performance from Bublik, wasn't it? If, you know, it's um, he he gave the second set away with just a, a, a ridiculous attempt at a two hundred and twenty k second serve that ended up in a double fault. And, that basically cost him the match. He was decent for Rinka. Uh, he's, he's, you know, former champion here. Uh, the fact that it is slightly slower and, and slightly grittier kind of surface, I think that that helps someone like Vavrinka. I don't think he's particularly keen on super fast surfaces. Um, a lot of his best work has been done on slightly slower conditions. Um, it's, it's an interesting head-to-head. There's very, very little in it. I looked at the stats earlier on. It's actually 3-1 to Gasquet. Uh, their last meeting came on indoor hard in Antwerp. Uh, not so long ago, back end of last season, actually, uh, he's got. A, if you're looking at the the stats of the the four meetings, it's a slight, tiny edge to Gasquet. He's won half a percent more 
service points and half a percent more return points. So it's, it, it, there's very, very little to choose between them. And looking at this, minus 148 looks looks a bit short to me. I don't know what you feel about that, but I think I, based on the stats of the matchup, it's been, Gasquet's had slightly the better of it, and you've got Vavrinka as favourite. It's not like Gasquet's not in good form. He's already won a tournament this season. Started to play well against Carreño Buster after a slow start. Wouldn't be back in Vavrinka at that price. If, if I was forced to have a bet in this, I'd probably take the over two and a half sets. I could see it beat this one going a, a fair way. It would just be last man standing for me. I just don't think I could trust either of them. I think I wouldn't. It's one for me to just watch and admire and watch these two players and probably the the twilight of their career and not have a wager. But um, I think if I was pushed, I think I think when we looked at the odds originally, I I, I quoted you. I read them out minus one forty eight, minus one seventeen, thinking it might be a pick em game. I just expected Gasquet to be a little bit closer. So I think Gasquet at plus one seventeen offers. Slightly a little bit more appeal. The fact that he's yeah, in form, not sure. And Varinka, but Varinka is obviously the more public player, the Grand Slam winner. Mm. And I can understand why the public get behind him. Um, total games, it does look a grind, doesn't it? It does look a grind, but it doesn't look. It doesn't look like a seven six six seven seven six match. It looks like a six three three six six one. Whoever's completely exhausted at the they, end. So if they've always play, had tough battles. Yeah, it's, yeah, never, it's never been easy. So if you do play over the lines, you're going to stumble over over the games. You're going to stumble over the line at the end with with a, with a sort of a, a quite a wide margin set match. Match that's how I see the game going. A stand doesn't break much indoors. That's that's the other thing which which would lead me perhaps to over games. Um, off the top of my head, I think he only breaks about seventeen percent of the time on indoor hard. Uh, struggled really to break public until public did the job for him. With that ridiculous double fault. When you um, say when yeah. you say that, you you said you just said something there, which I have to. I, I've had a couple of tweets and people have messaged me before and asked me questions. Where does okay. Sean get his stats from? You just said mm-hmm. to me straight away I, from the top of my head, Stan breaks seventeen percent. Now I, I've I've followed tennis for many years. I wouldn't have a clue how that was. How where 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 where, where have you just drawn that one out of? I remember it because I've 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 looked at. I've got quite a good memory for statistics and the, the players. Say, Sean? It is easy for me to say. Um, I just have a good memory for it. I've looked at these stats over many, many years, and obviously the top players you, you sort of tend to remember. Not all their stats, obviously that would be ridiculous, but a lot of them I do, I do tend to remember. Well, that's, that's incredible. So just pull it out straight. I think Stan Marinko has a seventeen percent. It's approximate. That don't don't get. I could be exactly sixteen, could that. be eighty, but I tell you it's, what, you it's know, round about seventeen, eighteen percent. He breaks. If I was on, on Who God. Wants to Be a Millionaire, or anybody watching this show, who wants on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, the question was tennis uh, percentage serves or anything like that. What percentage serves? We know who we have to call. Sean Calvert. <laughs> and we're, we're, seem, we're, it does seem unlikely that question would be on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. But you, you, you never know. You, you never know. You never <laughs> know. Indeed. Uh, so next game, what, what else have we got for us on these matches? Going through the next one. Uh, the next one's Rune, isn't it, against Lestienne. Um I saw I saw Rune practicing earlier on today, actually, with his mum in close attendance, as always. Um, he was hitting with uh, Botic van der Zanskulp. Good hit, actually. The pair of them, Botic looked to be hitting pretty well. They both looked to be striking the ball well. No, no sign of any any injuries or anything like that. It's hard to make much of a case for Lestienne here, really. He's, he always seems to be injured. Every time I watch him, he's got the trainer out. He was injured last week. Uh, against Basilashvili in um, in Montpellier, and Basilashvili ended up winning because of that. And then 
the same pair played in qualifying here and Lestien, Lestien beat him. So he's, he's a strange one, Lestien. He, he hasn't really got the firepower you wouldn't have thought to beat Rune. It, it doesn't seem like he could he could disturb Rune's rhythm, rhythm with that peculiar box of tricks that he, he has, the, the underarm serves and, and all the rest of it. But I think he's only delaying the inevitable. It's, it's, it's hard to see him beating Rune there. So I have no, no particular angle for that. No bet for you for that. Nothing. No, I'm not betting on that one. Then. Okay. What about um, that? You saw, you say Botic van der Sandtrip. You watched him look good. Minus 141. Quindian mm. Hallis plus 114. I know you've been a bit of a fan over the last few months on Hallis at plus 114. And, or Hells. How do you pronounce Hallis. it? Hallis. I, I, I say, I, I say Hallis. I think it's Hellis. 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 Plus one fourteen. I'm guessing you quite like him again here. I think Bottich is too short. What did mm. we say he was? Minus um, one forty-one. Yeah, that's that's a bit short for me for a player that's got a a poor record here, like like most of the Dutch players have. Um, he's only two five win loss here in his career. Bottich um, hasn't started the season fabulously well either. Um, I mean, Halis was a little bit lucky actually not to qualify. He 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 actually scored two more points in the match than Gregoire Barrera in their qualifying match. I think he had twenty six aces, twenty five or twenty six aces in that uh, that match. Halis scored two points more, ended up losing. So yeah, I should imagine there might be the tiebreak or two in this. Bearing in mind that Halis is very, very much a serve oriented player, uh, indoor hard. Perhaps not as quick here as I would like it to be for Halis. I definitely wouldn't back Bottich at that price. I'd, I'd, I'd be interested in Halis potentially. Um, it, it could be one of those where Bottich even starts really nervously. Again, this could be one that you're talking about with the crowd being involved. It, you know, the crowd might be able to get behind him and, and give him a, a bit of a, a bit of a boost if there are uh, anybody in, is, is anybody in the crowd tomorrow. But um, yeah, again, not particularly appealing betting here. If I had to bet, I'd probably take Halis here. Yeah. Now we move on to probably the two best games, I would say, um, or better games. Andre Rublev, our pick for the tournament, is minus two fifty against Alex Diminoir at plus one ninety five. Uh, Rublev yeah. looking. I think the conditions look really good for Rublev this week, as you said, as on Sunday, and uh, mm. nothing's really changed your opinion while you've been over there. No, you're still really confident in the Rublev camp. I'm still keen on Rublev. Yeah, I saw him. I saw him as well today. Actually, I popped over to the um, the second court and watched him playing doubles earlier on. I was sat right behind his coach. Actually, I was kind of uh, leaning in, see if I could hear anything that was going on. But um, <laughs> he was chatting to his coach. Do you speak Russian? Do you, do you understand Russian? Do you speak a bit Russian? I don't speak Russian, but um, I think his coach is Spanish, isn't he? So I think I think Spanish. Was... Do you speak Spanish? I, I speak a bit of Spanish. Yeah, oh. but not um, poquito not... español. Poquito. Uh, pequena, pequena, sí, sí. Dos cervezas, um, por favor. Dos cervezas, por favor. <laughs> I, I don't think I can speak Spanish well enough to pick up what he was, what he would have been saying to the coach if they were speaking Spanish. But yeah, I think that's, I mean, it's 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 fairly obvious that the conditions do suit Rubli over the fact that he, the statistics that I mentioned in Sunday's show are so good for him here in this particular tournament. He obviously enjoys playing here. I just think this is a very difficult matchup for Diminor on a, on a slowish surface. If it was lightning quick, you would perhaps be interested in backing Diminor, but he was one of the ones that complained about how slow it was last year. Uh, never particularly keen on Diminor on a, on a slowish surface, and, and Rubliev has proved 
on many occasions that he he really does suit the conditions here in um, in Rotterdam. So difficult to make a massive case for 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 Didemore in that one. Now all those matches we spoke about there, uh, the there's six of them. They are all tomorrow, Wednesday. They start at six a.m. Eastern time, uh, so in European time, around about twelve o'clock. Um, what would be your your picks there? What would you be your 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 best bets and your 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 leans, the ones you you were confident about? I think the lean that I like the most is is synergist to edge out Bonzi two one. Right, I could, I, I could see that being a close one, as I said. Um, what, what's the next one we're talking about? Dimitrov against Herkash. No, we're going to come on to that in a minute. I'll just I'll, oh, okay. that game's the following day, isn't it? I'm sure that game's the following day. It might or it might be later. No, I think just, it's on. I think it's on tomorrow. Okay, but these 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 are the first round matches. So the, on the first round matches, your your pick would be Yannick Sinner. Well, we've already got a couple of bets on, haven't we? Um, yeah. If I if I had to place another one, it would be Sinner to beat Bonzi two one. Yeah, plus Sinner two seventy. Bonzi two one is is the other bet, and the the, the other bets are Van Rijthoven to win the first set seven six. Van Rijthoven to actually on the game handicap, which I think he gets a two and a half game start. Uh, and they, they, they're our picks on that game as well, which we gave on Sunday. So check out that site if you haven't seen that already. And obviously now we're going for Yannick Sinner to win two sets to one. Now, finally, we're going to go on to the, the next game. It's the second round match, which is, uh, a very interesting match indeed. Herbert Herkass minus 110 against Grigor Dimitrov at minus 110. Now, this is the, the, probably the, the best betting game, obviously, for obvious reasons, probably the best game on the card tomorrow in Rotterdam. Um, I find it impossible to have a real strong opinion on this, but Sean, if anyone can, Sean can give us give us your opinion. Well, I watched her cat her cash today for for rather longer than I wanted to actually because he he should have he should have closed out that match against Roberto Bautista that I got in in straight sets. Won the first set, he was four love up in the second set tie break. Uh, contrived to lose it. Um, served for the match then in the third set. Failed to do that, uh, failed to serve it out, ended up in a tie break, fell behind in the tie break and eventually ended up winning the last few points in a row uh, to, to win it 7-6 in the third. Um, I think this, I think this is, as you said, it's a bit, it's a bit of a tricky one. They've played twice before. Um, Dimitros won them both, but only in a final set tie break. One of them was at Monte Carlo on the clay last year. Neither one was at Indian Wells the year before, both final set tiebreak wins for for Dimitrov. Now the stats of those two matches shows that while it was a narrow win, both both were narrow wins for Dimitrov. He did win 3% more service points and 3% more return points. So he did he did deserve to win the, the, both both of those matches on the statistics. Um I, I do like quite like the conditions here for Dimitrov. Um he's he's actually got a quite he's got a quite a decent record here. 16 wins and 8 losses. Made the final in 2018, lost to Federer. I, I like the fact that, that it does take a good slice, this court. It, it really does keep low. If you can, Dimitrov's good at that. If he can really knife that sl- backhand slice of his and make make the ball sit at a, a really uncomfortable height for the really tall herd cash, I think he might, I think he might find uh, these conditions to his liking. I really do. Um, always difficult to, to be too trusting in Dimitrov. I, I, I'm not sure about his fitness these days, but certainly uh, if I was having a bet, I would be, I would be leaning towards the Dimitrov camp. I think he might, he might go well in these conditions. I think Herkash would prefer a, a sort of a slightly higher bouncing court surface than this one. 
very interesting. I mean, like you say, I wouldn't even know if that insight, unless Sean was out there giving us out for us here on Game Bet Match. Uh, Sean, thank you very much. Uh, just give us, uh, again, you know, we, we so we got the picks uh, for the matches. We're going to go for Sinner to win two. And not an official play, though, is it? It's just a, just a lean towards that. Yeah. The, we haven't got anything official for tomorrow. Just just sort of just a breakdown of all the games. Nothing we really, really, really like. Yeah, we've still got quite a few bets on, haven't we, at the minute across several tournaments. Um, so, yeah, nothing nothing to add to that uh, as far as official plays are concerned. Are you going back to the venue tonight to watch any more tennis? No, not tonight. I'm back tomorrow uh, tomorrow morning. Okay. so early, get there Bright and early. Bright and early down at the Ahoy Arena. And when are you uh, back home? When are you, when are you travelling back? I'm going back on Thursday, so I'll do Thursday's show from, from back at home. Okay, so back on Thursday. So there you have it. Sean has given us uh, a little bit of an insight to the conditions over in uh, Rotterdam. And Dimitrov, uh, minus 110 against Herkes. Court conditions and the way the court deals with the slice, Herkes could be vulnerable against Dimitrov. But we've got to question how determined Grigor Dimitrov is for this tournament this week. Uh, Fantastic insight from Sean there over in Rotterdam. Sean will be gallivanting all across the world uh, for us as well. I'll be going to a few events myself so uh, lots of insights to come here on game bet match more to come tomorrow uh, i'm with james blake when we look ahead to the action as well james gave us some nice picks last week he gave us uh, a couple of nice price match winners uh, for us on game bet match here on his wednesday slot on thursday sean will be back as well and then we will look back again at the weekend and we'll wrap it all up at the weekend uh obviously you can subscribe to us on our youtube channel which is the bet at the bet rivers network you can follow us on twitter at because we win and you can also download this podcast which whether on one of your podcast preferred uh, preferred providers you can have um sean thank you very much for your time have Pleasure a great week my friend uh, enjoy yourself out there back some winners and uh you've got to find them bars I'm going to do that in a minute. I'm, I'm going to go to central Rotterdam. I've not been there yet because, as I said, the venue is right down in the south of the city. Okay. So, Well, we, we um, need to know when we're in Rotterdam where we can go to get a nice cheap pint, where we can go and watch the Champions League football, where we can go. I've got all that sorted for tonight. Don't worry. Okay. Well, I want some YouTube content from you tonight from them venues and giving us your picks for tomorrow. Take care, everyone. Sean, look after yourself. Stay safe. Speak to you later. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network.